breaking news from KXAN News. That breaking news is the conflict continues and intensifies this morning. A live look at Gaza City as Israel and Hamas are still at war. They continue with the hammering of rockets and bombs in the Gaza Strip, killing a Palestinian Islamic commander as the war enters its sixth day. It is 1230 their time right now. Meantime, Hamas firing rockets back toward Tel Aviv. Israel's second largest city, and you see through these live pictures now, smoke continuing to rise from Gaza City. This is a scene that has become all too familiar over the last six days. Thanks for joining us. I'm Tom Miller. Good morning. I'm Sally Hernandez. Let's get you the latest when it comes to what is happening today. You need to know U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken has landed in Israel this morning. He's going to deliver a message of solidarity and hope to support the country of Israel and plans to meet with Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu today to make sure Israel gets everything it needs to defend himself. To the video now. While Egypt has talked with Israel and the U.S. about providing aid, it shut down the proposal to open its borders and form channels out of Gaza. This as Israeli military is reporting that a ground operation in Gaza is coming. To update the numbers this morning, the fight this morning, the fighting has killed more than 2,400 people on both sides. At least 22 Americans are confirmed dead and at least 17 unaccounted for. Between 100 and 150 people believed to have been taken hostage. U.S. officials are saying very few are American, maybe a handful was the quote. 340,000 Palestinians have been displaced as a result of this in the Gaza Strip. 650,000 in Gaza face dire shortages with water as Israel takes it under siege. NBC's Richard Engel reporting this morning on today on how Hamas will handle the military intervention. A military buildup is underway in southern Israel. Tanks, troops, jeeps, artillery, all streaming down to the border with Gaza. Some of them digging in. It seems that a military operation, an incursion into Gaza, could come at any moment. The Israeli defense minister says a ground invasion will take place. The exact timing, of course, is a state secret, but it can't hide this intensification of the conflict that a new phase could soon begin, and it will be a very tough fight. Gaza is full of booby traps. It is a densely populated area. There will be many casualties. I'll have a full story coming up on the Today Show. First warning weather with meteorologist Kristen Curry. Good Thursday morning to you. We start with a live look outside, taking you up to North Austin, R&D domain camera. Got a lot of cloud cover out there. Clouds kind of hung on for most of the day yesterday, kept our temperatures down significantly, haven't moved much overnight, still sitting in those low to upper 60s, warmer out towards the hill country, little cooler in the lower 60s out east. And as far as the visibility goes, this will be something to keep an eye on for the morning drive over the next few hours because we got some of that moisture still lingering, uh, not only in the air with that humidity, but some of us actually squeezed out some drizzle yesterday. That's going to be something that we'll have to watch for as far as the repercussions and that being the fog, right? You can see here visibility is down out towards eastern Williamson County, eastern Travis County, some slightly lower visibilities, Bastrop and Luling. It's not dense fog, but even a little bit of obscurity can sometimes cause some problems on the roads. And it'll be something that we will watch closely. I'll tell you what, though, temperatures today going to be the story. I'm 
mean, it is warm today. Upper 80s later this afternoon. Coming up in your first warning forecast, we're talking 90s tomorrow. So more on the heat. We'll talk about the impacts of the cold front that puts an end to the heat. And weekend weather, chef's kiss. It's going to be so nice this weekend. We'll talk more about it the next time I see you. Thank you, Chris. A new video obtained by KXAN appears to show accused uh, killer Caitlin Armstrong trying to outrun corrections officers in South Austin, even trying to scale a wall here. Sheriff's Office says it happened yesterday morning around 8 in South Austin, happening as Armstrong left a medical office near South First and Ben White. Comes after Armstrong successfully slipped out of the country once before when authorities were searching for her in connection to the death of pro cyclist Mariah Wilson. Now Armstrong could face additional charges for running away on top of the first degree murder charge he's already facing for the 2022 death of Wilson. This is a trial that's expected to start in the next few weeks later on this month. So we asked a former prosecutor with the DA's office how this might impact her trial, which is start to begin soon. Typically, our law does not allow or permit evidence of other crimes, bad acts, or wrongs to be admissible at the guilt-innocence phase of a jury trial. Obviously, the law wants a jury to be able to determine the facts and circumstances of the case and the evidence of the case for that particular set of facts and circumstances, but there are a gazillion exceptions. He says evidence of additional crimes comes more into play if a case reaches the sentencing phase. There's a gag order, though, on this case, so we were not able to get a comment from Armstrong's attorney. But we did talk to a researcher who tells KXAN inmate escapes are fairly common. They say they often happen when prison inmates are in a local jail custody for several reasons. People are constantly coming in and out of jail facilities, whereas prisons are, it's a little bit more controlled. A lot of those escapes do occur when someone's being transported either being transported from one facility to another, to an off-site court appointment, to a medical facility, or while someone is in one of those. In Armstrong's case, the Travis County Sheriff's Office wouldn't tell us what its inmate transfer protocol is. Security reasons is what they cited, but they did say they switched things up depending on what sort of medical issue the inmate is dealing with. Investigators did not say what treatment Armstrong was being treated for at the clinic. Person California has won the $1.73 billion Powerball jackpot from this little liquor store. The tickets sold in Kern County. Estimated cash value, $774 million. Jackpot now set to reset back to $20 million with the next drawing on Saturday. A terribly violent incident out of North Texas, what we know so far after a cafeteria worker was killed at an elementary school parking lot. And looking ahead, ahead to the postponed final vote after the nominee struggled to lock down enough votes for the nomination when it comes to the next Speaker of the House. Good morning, this is a live look up from North Austin. You can see a lot of cloud cover here as we kick off this Thursday. Q2 Stadium lit up, some green there, some verde to start your day. I want to get to our news, though, and Elgin police say there is no further threat to students or the public this morning 
And this is after they arrested a child accused of making a threat against Elgin Intermediate School. District staff and police were told about the threat posted on social media. We don't know the age of the suspect, but police say they found the young person around 9 o'clock yesterday morning, took that person to the Bastrop County Juvenile Probation Offices. Also this morning, investigators still working to understand what sparked a violent incident out in North Texas. Cafeteria worker was shot and killed in a Forest Hill Elementary School parking lot. Police said the woman was talking with a person in a car in a back parking lot when someone shot her several times yesterday. Say she later died at the hospital. Police not releasing her identity, but they do believe that she knew her killer. Officers later found the suspect's car in Fort Worth and are searching it for evidence. Lawmakers heading back to the Capitol today and the progress they've made on this Texas special session as day three continues. The American League Championship Series is settled. The Astros taking care of business against the Minnesota Twins last night. We'll bring you the action from the Twin Cities later in sports. Keep it here. Good morning, this is a live look right now, and you can see the smoke rising from above the Gaza Strip. New this morning, we've learned that Secretary of State Antony Blinken has landed in Israel. This is another camera angle showing that smoke there. Blinken is planning to meet with President Benjamin Netanyahu of Israel, pledging U.S. support. We'll have more on this developing story throughout the newscast. Back here, though, we want to show you some videos circulating online right now. We don't want to show them. We want to talk about them. They are the horrors of what's happening in Israel with this Hamas war. They're easily accessible. Some of them have gone viral. For the wrong reasons, too. When you scroll through your phone, you could see some of the atrocities, and it's hard. KXAN's Grace Reader spoke to experts on your mental health. What does this mean? How do you navigate social media, not only for you, but for kids? From videos of horrified victims of war to young hostages being taken, others too graphic to show here on KXAN, content circulating of the horrors in Israel and Gaza are easily accessible and everywhere right now. And it could get worse as Hamas threatens to record and broadcast executions of hostages. Mental health experts warn there's a balance for everyone between staying informed and protecting your mental well-being. If you notice that you're not sleeping very well, if you're overwhelmed, distracted at work, if you're having a hard time doing the things that you enjoy, those are all good signs that maybe you're plugged in a little too much and it might be time to take a break. It's particularly challenging content for children and is something experts say you should be talking to your kids about. One thing that they can do is first just ask an open-ended question, such as asking what have you heard about the conflict or what have you heard about what's happening in Israel? first get a read on what their child has known because obviously then they can add on to that. On top of violent videos, the Austin Anti-Defamation League warns of hate speech circulating online too. If they see some hateful content being posted, really vitriolic content, not to engage um, because there really is no winning an argument like that. But if the content targets a group of people, for example, clear anti-Semitic messaging, we have details on how to report it over at KXAN.com. Grace Reader, KXAN News. Thank you, Grace. So how do you know what's too much for your kids if they're on social media? One of those mental health experts that you just heard from recommends using age ratings for movies as a guide. So if you wouldn't see something in a PG-rated movie or you don't want your kid to, it's probably too violent for your child under the age of 13 to see it. Going further in depth on this, according to the Washington Post, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube all ban any expression of support for Hamas. 
Since Google and Meta consider Hamas an extremist organization, the group is not allowed to use its platforms either. TikTok banning Hamas as well. Still videos that appear to have been taken by Hamas members have circulated on those platforms. Some showing Israeli hostages, even the bodies of victims. Some of those posts have also ended up on X, which prohibits Hamas content, but appears to still circulate it. Tuesday, the European Union posting a letter to ex-owner Elon Musk, and it warns him that the site may be in violation of European rules on violent and terrorist content, as well as disinformation. For some science news here, NASA offered a first glimpse of what scientists found inside a sealed capsule that returned to Earth last month. It was part of a seven-year mission to collect asteroid samples, this sample from asteroid Benno. It's more than four and a half billion years old, and that capsule had traces of carbon and water that may help reveal the origin of the cosmos and how water even ended up on our planet. The sample will now be analyzed by 200 scientists in 60 labs around the globe. Next on today, inside the NASA mission that has top scientists very excited this morning. Yeah, I could see why. To, I, to have so many answers, you know, to these questions we've had for so long is going to be, I think, pretty incredible. That's pretty wild, too. Four yeah. and a half billion years old. Uh, right right <laughs> at the very, very start, right? Very Beginning start. of our solar system. Exactly. I'm excited about that, too. Let me show you what's going on with your forecast here, because as far as excitement goes, if you've been maybe looking for a little bit of a warm-up here, last little taste of summer, well, you're going to get it as we get into Friday. Clouds and radar are not showing anything too exciting. We've cleared out that rain. Still a lot of cloud cover left over. We even have some spotty fog uh, out there. Nothing dense, but if you notice the clouds kind of hugging the ground a little bit, that's courtesy of some of that moisture still lingering on top of us, but not being squeezed out in the form of rain. Barron's Creek Vineyard there in Fredericksburg. All is quiet. We've got temperatures in the 60s across all of central Texas this morning. 66 currently out at Camp Mabry. The winds light and variable. Day planner shows we're going to go from the 60s to the 70s to the 80s, but much farther into the 80s than normal. 87 is our forecast high today here in Austin. A lot of clouds to start, but we should see some of those clear out by the later part of today. Not totally. It's still going to be partly sunny, but uh, at least we get a little more sunshine than what we managed to not get yesterday, right? Yesterday, those clouds overstayed their welcome, kept us in the 60s and 70s all day long. Today, I'm expecting much warmer temperatures with more sun. That 92 tomorrow is actually because of this. That cold front comes in late in the day, so it's going to squeeze that air out ahead of it. We call that compressional warming. Temperatures skyrocket ahead of the cold front, and then the cooler air brings us down to the 70s and 80s behind it. One thing to note with this front, it's not going to bring us rain, but it will bring us some wind. We've got breezy conditions tomorrow night, Saturday, and even a little bit into Sunday. So you're going to notice a lot more air moving around here as we get into the weekend. Humidity will plummet behind that front as well. Not going to expect anything in the way of rain, not with this front, and unfortunately not for the next seven days. Seven-day forecast does show upper 80s to 90s today and tomorrow. Front moves through, breezy and sunny this weekend. Fantastic conditions for the solar eclipse and ACL weekend too. We go into next week with highs hovering near 80. Kristen, thank you. We want you to know that we continue to hear from people who have family in Israel, like a Dallas family who just moved to Israel last month. Two of their sons live right here in Austin. 
it's been really hard. Um, yeah, being so far away from our family and wanting to make sure that they know that we're okay, you know, but um, at the same time, I am absolutely grateful and wouldn't change it for the world that I'm here um, with um, Rosie and with Shia. You see Josh and Jordana with their two children right there in Israel. They say their youngest son was forced to leave school because of the threat of those rocket attacks that continue this morning. And then their oldest daughter had to say goodbye to her husband because he was called up to serve in the Israeli forces. I have the news on 24-7 and I know where my husband is located. So when I hear that things are heating up near where he is, it's very stressful. He's among the more than 300,000 reservists called up. The family says they're finding strength, though, in their new community. They spent the week helping neighborhood children that you see making sandwiches for those soldiers serving. Texas Congressman Michael McCall says there seems to be an intelligence failure here. He claims Egypt warned Israel of a possible attack from Hamas. Now, we're not quite sure how we missed it. We're not quite sure how Israel Missed it. We know that it, it, Egypt had warned the Israelis three days prior that an event, event like this could happen. McCall made those comments after a closed door briefing from White House officials. The Texas Republican is the chair of the House Foreign Affairs Committee. Now, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says those claims are, quote, absolutely false. Egypt sharing a border with Gaza. Washington has long looked to Cairo for key intelligence on Palestinian militants. Back here at home, Austin police are looking for a robbery suspect wearing an unusual disguise, some pajamas. Yep, they say a man wearing red jammies with Disney characters on them hit up a store in East Austin back on September 10th. Police say that woman was with him that you see on your screen. More on our website of what she looks like. Detectives say that they took an item from the store, then attacked a store employee who tried to get involved. Call police if you recognize the two. Big news on the 40 acres as Texas held a ribbon cutting for its new state-of-the-art eSports Arena. And Nabil Ramana gives us a first look. Well, the Longhorn Underground Union just got a whole lot cooler. Take a look at this. All these gaming systems devoted to students who are here for competitive gaming or just to pass the time. This is the new Alienware Longhorn Esports Arena on campus. It's 3,400 square feet of everything you could want if you're a gamer. Gaming stations, virtual reality systems, and much more. And if you don't want to play the games, well, there's an area you can watch. UT has been talking about this space for years, and now it's a reality. In the future, they could also offer scholarships to gamers. That is in the works. We're just excited now to have gotten this project completed, get the space open and operational for our students, and that's definitely a goal for the future. And, you know, really, this is a place where we can attract new students, we can uh, embrace uh, gaming overall and esports overall. Uh, we can compete and have fun and socialize and then ultimately esports is a great way to get people uh, into new career paths. Now the space will offer both casual and competitive gaming. It will also open up doors for these students to have job opportunities later in life. Back to you. Thank you, Nabil. UT opened a gaming lounge in the facility last year and that area will remain open to all students. Pandemic sparked the growth of esports due to people wanting interaction with others online, and that's when it blew up. 
In 2022, the global esports market valued at more than $1.38 billion, but now it's expected to grow to over $1.8 billion by 2025. Asia and North America have the largest esports markets in terms of revenue, with China responsible for almost a fifth of the market alone. And the Laga Vista School District getting a big boost here to improve its tennis facilities. U.S. Tennis Association announcing it is awarding $50,000 in grants to the district. This is to construct four new tennis courts at Laga Vista High that would double the amount of courts available to play on. The new additions allowing Laga Vista to host bigger tournaments and offer more space for players to practice. Those new, new courts are expected to be finished this fall. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Good morning. The Rangers did their part Tuesday night, and last night it was up to the Astros to win and advance, which would set up an all-Texas American League Championship Series, which would be the first one ever. We go to Minnesota for Jose Altuve and his Astros crew looking to close out the Twins. Twins up 1-0 thanks to a Royce Lewis, Lewis first inning home run. Top of the second though, Michael Brantley evens it up with that 399-foot shot. Then at the top of the fourth, one on for Jose Abreu, who has been on a tear. That's a two-run homer to give the Astros a 3-1 lead. Third home run in two games for Abreu. Bottom of the sixth, same score. Edward Julian, though, from Minnesota, giving the Twins some life with this home run to left field. So it's only a one-run game after that. Carlos Correa loving it. Bottom of the ninth, Ryan Presley on to close out the Twins. Full count for Presley, and he freezes Max Kepler to strike him out to seal it. Astros win the game 3-2, win the series 3-1, and they are headed to the American League Championship Series. Seventh straight trip to the ALCS for Houston. Game one will be Sunday in Houston at 7 o'clock. That does it for sports. Let's go back over to you. Thanks, Jonathan. For those listening on the KXAN Today podcast, thank you so much for joining us. Join us for 5 o'clock. Here's what we're tracking for you on KXAN Today. Samsung Semiconductor Plant in Taylor started the business connection between Williamson County and South Korea. Now the county is trying to capitalize off that moment. How leaders are trying to entice more South Korean companies to call Central Texas home.